Miss Honey. Okay. I'm gonna post. I'm gonna post my new set. It's called Trash. <laughs> Welcome back to the Hardcore Honest Tea Podcast. My name is Logan Slaughter, as a man, and when I'm all dolled up, I'm Logan Hardcore. It has been a month since I've played that intro. (laughs) Because, you know, the past three weeks were serious episodes that did not require the Tom fucking foolery. Oh my God, girl, my phone is a nightmare. The Tom fucking foolery that I'm used to dealing with. But we are back for a little while to just talk some shit, have some normalcy. Um, There's a few things I want to talk about this week. But before we do that, I want to say this. Please go over to Apple and search the Hardcore Honest Tea Podcast, even if you use Spotify. Please go to Apple, find the podcast, and rate it five stars and give it a review. I'm trying every month to get 50 five-star reviews and the past few weeks really fucked me up thanks to choosing to do a controversial subject matter um i have 98 reviews i used to have all five stars now i don't um because i got reddit trolled We'll get into all that, but it would really mean a lot to me. Five stars. I'm going to be probably 50 behind for March. Like, I just got fucked because of doing the Sherry Pie content. So let's just talk about it. Um, a lot of people... Okay, so let's see. Where do I begin? Where do I end? Um, I don't want to talk about how it came about. I will tell you this, and if you have two cents in your head, you can figure it out. I did not seek that interview out. That interview came to me. Period. Um, I will not say who. It, that's just all you need to know. I didn't seek that interview out. That interview came to me. Um, with being told that if I didn't take it, it would go to a podcast that has bigger people than me that would take it. So I did what I felt was right for me. And because here, like this all ties in. Because one of the main things I heard about why people were so mad I did the interview is it was giving her a platform and not the victims because they don't listen to know that I had two victims interviewed. Those victims were interviewed before I interviewed Sherry. Okay? And I spoke with them and we decided let's put Sherry out because it's going to draw numbers which will then get their stories heard by a larger audience. So... People that were mad because I had Sherry are mad that I got more people to hear victim stories. Period. I said what I said. And I have no fucking tolerance for it. I I don't know what happened to me in the past week, but I feel like I'm a Pokemon and I had an evolution. And I promise you this, if you thought I had no tolerance before, I really have no fucking tolerance now, bitch. None. I don't have it. The little fucking trolls on Reddit, I swear to God, I will never go on that website again. I googled Logan Hardcore Sherry Pie, and it took me to Reddit, and I could have relapsed. It was that bad. 
Like, people are horrible. Um, but one thing that... Uh, we'll get into that. Um, how do I wrap this part up? I'm very proud of what I did. It wasn't easy. It was done exceptionally well. Toot, toot, beep, beep. Yes, honey. Standing ovation. I handled incredibly sensitive material really fucking well. And through that, really realized what a great interviewer I am. I am very good at this. Um, I don't feel like I was too hard. I probably could have pushed even harder. But what you guys have to remember is I saw Sherry while I was doing the interview. We were on Zoom. And when you're someone like me who can pick up on shit, I knew when I had to stop pushing. Um, I also didn't want it to feel like an attack because that would have shut the whole thing down. Notice that she did not decline any question. Notice also that she wouldn't answer certain questions fully. She couldn't say what she did. I had to say it for her. But that's neither here nor there. At the end of the day, I'm incredibly proud of what I did the past three weeks. Um, it was something no one else has done. All these girls with huge platforms, where are you? Monet and Bunny are the only ones that also had a victim. You know, they had a victim that happened to be the week before mine. <laughs> I mean, I can't. Um, at the end of the day, I'm very, I'm just proud of it. Um, thank you for those that supported and for those that didn't. You know, I'm not telling you to listen to everything. If you, if there's an episode you don't want to listen to, stop. Many people don't agree with my opinions, but they're adults and can hear it. That's, that's what, that's the world we live in. I don't agree with half the shit that people say, but you know what? I can hear it, mama. You know, I, we get nowhere by just shutting people down, in my opinion. Um, and to be quite honest, it's my highest viewed episode, obviously. Um, but out of the thousands of people that heard it, there were two people who are victims that both said how well done it was. And that it gave them some sort of a closure and a understanding and clarity. And that's all I can do. I did my part. So with that, that fucking son of a bitch, you know what? That is over with. Don't Shut your you. fucking mouth. I've had enough of you, you beast. No more. No more of that content. <laughs> For a minute. Um, I actually have no guests lined up. I do have a few that I rescheduled because of getting those interviews in and getting them out. I do know that I'm going to have two when Housewives of New York premieres. I am going to try to get Margaret. Actually, I spoke with Margaret. I'm going to have Margaret back on at the end of New Jersey. I'm going to go to her house and have lunch. And we're going to talk about the book because I'm going to read it by then. And we're going to talk about the season of Housewives. So I'm really excited for that. 
I'm going to try and get Leah from Housewives of New York, and I'm going to attempt to get Sonia from Housewives of New York as well, both of whom I don't think will say no. In other news, RuPaul's... Okay, here we go, girls. We are gathered here today to remember our friend, New York City icon, Tina Burner on RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13. Her time has come. Her time had come. <laughs> she has been eliminated. All right, wrap this fucking funeral music up. I need to, um, you know, get into... I made a post. Tina Burner was eliminated. We all know this. I made a post saying controversial opinion. If Tina wasn't your friend, you would not be, oh my God, I can't believe she was eliminated. Because that entire season of a... Pa that package she brought this season was not good. Not one of those runways was good. The best look she had was a disco challenge, easily. Her Tin Man was good. That's the only other one I'll give her. That's the only other one I'll give her. Um, I feel like Tina was not Tina. That was not the Tina that I know. I've never seen Tina push this red, orange, and yellow. I've known Tina for 13 or 14 years. I put Tina in drag the first time she did it at Excess for karaoke. That's not the Tina I know. Um, so I posted that and said all of that, and Tina wrote on it and was like, what was the point of this? I wasn't trying to hurt her feelings. Um, I also wasn't considering her feelings, because that's who I am. And sometimes I step out, and sometimes I say shit, and I don't think it through, and I don't think how it's going to affect my friends. And... That's okay, but it is also something I would have said to her fucking face. Um, I haven't been kind about her runways. I don't think they're good. And for then fucking Honey Davenport gets on the status. And oh, girls who haven't been on Drag Race. Bitch, I don't have to be on Drag Race to say that half of those runways were fucking... Rotted. Gutted. That's basic. Tired. I, I don't have to be on Drag Race to say that. I don't. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I do. I, I, it's just, it was too much for me. Um, but instead of getting into a fight, I deleted it. I removed it off of Facebook. I texted Tina to apologize to her. I haven't heard back, so who the fuck knows? I mean, I can't imagine what she must be going through. It can't be easy. She's wanted this for a very long time. She got on the show. She didn't do as well as she probably thought she was going to. I think Tina went in there thinking she's going all the way. And I think this was a reality check for it. Tina got Britta'd without the Britta edit. Um, and I can't be great having people that are your friends saying shit like that. I, I get that. Um, I don't fault her for that. But I'm also not going to not say how I fucking feel. Because that's how I feel. And I also know that if she wasn't friends with these girls, they wouldn't be defending her so much. Because it wasn't good. I said. What I think. It wasn't good. And for those of you that are fucking trying to say it was, you're lying fucking faggots. How dare you? Seriously. 
it wasn't good. And that's that. Like, period, point blank. Um, and that's, you know, dra- congratulations, Simone, you won Drag Race. Um, <laughs> so, um, I want to talk about Drag Race UK. Um, I really thought that Bimini was going to win. I think that she had such an incredible showing. To go from the first episode being in the bottom two to making it to final four with such an evolution. I mean, just such an evolution. And had such a fucking... She was a crowd favorite easily. Um, You know what? I never do this. I'm going to look at Instagram numbers really quick. Lawrence, Lawrence Cheney has 337,000 and Bimini has 617,000. Almost 300,000 more than her. So, like, that just goes to show you the overall fan base. Um, congratulations, Lawrence. Um, I do believe any of those girls other than Ellie would have been well-deserved wins. I really just thought it was Bimini's for the taking. Just going off of the edit, the showing, and my personal, who would have been my choice. That's not to say that Lawrence didn't deserve it, because Lawrence Cheney was also really great. Which brings me to a conversation I want to have about something Lawrence said a few weeks ago, and literally it made me cry. I'm going to get goosebumps talking about it because it is, it's just, she said, when you walk into a room and people start laughing at you, what are you meant to do? And that hits. Um, I've had that written on a post-it, wrote on a post-it, fucking cares, um, on my desk since she said it, wanting to remember to talk about it on this podcast. Because... I have spent so many years trying to explain my upbringing and um, some situations. You know, I'm writing a book, as I've said. I am on a chapter that's probably one of the harder ones I'm going to do. I just finished my first draft of it. And to relive a situation from being eight years old and literally having my life put on the line was really traumatic for me to read, read, um go through because that's what you do when you write a book um you go through things and things are triggered that you may not have even remembered um but I lived my life being laughed at just for being me for being oh my god for being um Alive for being in existence in people's space, I was laughed at, I was ridiculed, and I was hated. And there's no feeling worse than walking, walking into a room and just feeling that. Um, which may be why I present a lot of the way that I do, which may be why I'm very hard and, um, You know, I will hurt others before I get hurt. Um, And that's, you know, that's just where that is. Um, I just, I think I wanted to say that 
uh, quote because I know how it hit me and I think that there's people that will hear it and just it'll hit because I'm going to say it again. When you walk into a room and people start laughing at you, what are you meant to do? And I don't have an answer for that because I, I just, I just existed. Um, I didn't fight back. I, I took it on the chin and just tried to exist. Just tried to make it through day to day. Um, which is probably why now I come from a place of attack. Because I don't ever want to feel like that again. Nor will I allow myself to. So, sorry for that um, inspirational tear moment. Oh my god. You want to bring up my stuff? Um, so, I want to also just touch on something that has happened for me this week. Um, actually this month. Um, the month of February, the beginning of March, I've booked more than I made since I started my business for Simplify, which is my home organizing company, www.simplifybyloganjoseph.com. I'm doing a 4,400 square foot um, apartment in the financial district, three floors, an elevator, you get it. I'm also doing a med, a med spa, Beauty Fix. They have um, Manhattan locations and they have a Westchester location, which I will be hitting up all of them, hopefully. And I also have another private client just who has a new apartment in a new luxury building. And I, all of these things are happening because I'm sober. And that I, I fully believe that. And I used to make fun of people that said shit like this. and But I have to just say it's true. Because I can show up now. I wasn't able to show up before. I wasn't able to commit. I wasn't able to say, I can do this. I, I physically wasn't able to show up because I was hungover. Um... You know, my weekends consisted of partying. And so Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday were out of the question for me. Now, those are my Simplify days. I'm going to be spending quite a bit of time in this apartment in the financial district. Like, it's just... I just wanted to say, like, how internally grateful I am for the gifts that I've given myself. Um, and I just continue to work towards them and you know between me and my husband now got his real estate license and starting his creative business which is interior designs like I, it's just so great to feel and this is going to sound absolutely insane like I am a part of an empire because to be quite honest I believe in two to three years we will be double or triple what we're currently making and I hate to tell you we don't do bad already. So I would like at a certain point to have simplified be to the level where I have people that work for me and do this job for me and I am a project manager and go to the clients that I want to. And I'm putting that out in the universe because I put other things out and they have all started to come true. So I just want to say that for anyone 
that is sitting at home or in their car or wherever you are thinking that you have an idea or you have a dream or you have something that you want to get done and you can't do it, I'm here to tell you, you can. And for me and my journey, I attribute that to getting sober. And I'm not saying that's everyone's journey. I will never be that person. I don't believe everyone needs to be sober, but I had to get here to get, I had to get here to get here. You know what I mean? And it's just that simple. Um, I had to get here to get here. That's kind of where it's at. I am going to say that I am kind of devastated. I watched, I have seen every episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I don't fucking care what you say. It is an iconic show. For someone like me that loves Housewives or like loves reality shows as much as I do, it's re it is classic reality television. It made the blueprint um, for many shows, and I, you know, I, it's sad to see them go off of E. You know, they're going to Hulu. Who knows what the fuck that's going to be? But it won't be the same show. And I, I enjoy keeping up with the Kardashians. You know, you can say whatever you want about them, but they are brilliant business women and hate on it all you want they are um and I, I just had like a sad moment when the first episode of the final season came on last week you know I want to also say thank you to everyone that has followed me over on patreon and become a patron um as I've stated over there, but not so much here, I don't make any money off this this podcast. The one that comes out on Mondays, I make no money off of. Um, I do ads for certain things. Speaking of, why don't you grab a Mingo Mocktail? <laughs> Mingo Mocktail is beautifully crafted mocktails that come pre-made and ready to serve in beautiful packaging and they are just lovely and fizzy you can just crack the bottle open and pour it right into your cup and have a lovely crafted cocktail experience you don't have to go through the muddling you don't have to find a recipe you open the bottle and it's there for you you can go to minglemocktails.com and use my code which i don't remember i believe it's 10 hardcore <laughs> Business woman, <laughs> use my code ten hardcore. That's what it is for um ten percent off of your order. The bottles are eight dollars each. You guys, like, come on now. Use code ten hardcore for ten percent off your order at minglemocktails.com. You can also use that when ordering mingle on Amazon.com. Um, I also want to say, I talked about this on my Patreon this week, I will never promote something on this podcast that I do not use. I drink Mingle, I drink Ritual, and I use clothing and apparel from Gay Pride Apparel. Um, I will never hawk shit on this podcast that I do not believe in, that I do not use, and that I would not put myself behind. Um, I'm not Bianca Del Rio hawking talk space therapy or Bob the Sober Drag Queen Talking Vizzy Hard Seltzer. That's just not who I am. Like I said, this is a podcast about honesty. So, uh, get into it, faggots, and stop being fake. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like I was saying, I only make money off of Patreon. And to be quite honest, I there's such a cut that comes from it that goes to them and taxes that, like... Yeah, girl. <laughs> I have 30 people that follow, like, donate on Patreon. And to be quite honest, I don't make 
a month, I don't make $10 per person. So do the math. Um, but if you are interested in more hardcore honesty, um, I will say the $20 Patreon is fantastic because you get all four of the bonus episodes, plus you get one more bonus episode, which is usually like 30 to 45 minutes long. There's also some extra content that's going to come, like me and Renee, when we were in the Poconos for our vacation, um, we did a Tina Burner's fashion thing, um... I haven't listened to it. I know that she was incredibly wasted. <laughs> and I'm almost terrified to hear what it sounds like, so I'll probably just post it without listening. But, like, that'll go in the 20. And then the $5 level, you guys get um, an extra episode every week where we kind of just recap everything. And that usually comes out on Saturdays, if not Sunday. So please go to patreon.com forward slash Logan, no, forward slash Hardcore Honesty. I don't know if that's it. Google Hardcore Honesty Patreon. Like, it's not that hard. Or it'll be in the swipe up on my Instagram. It's somewhere. Like, you guys have to realize, like, I don't like to push shit down your throats. Like, I just say it and hope that you find it. And, like, that's just who I am. But I will continue to do this podcast because I thoroughly enjoy it. I enjoy having a place where I can come and say whatever the fuck I want. Like, y'all wouldn't be standing, Tina, if you weren't so far up her ass because her package was shit. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> I'm gonna bury myself in the hole I'm digging. Okay, kids. Well, I now have to get ready for AA. I truly have not had to record an episode, like a real episode, in so long that I forgot that I do it over the weekend. And it is Sunday night at 9.40, and I have to go to AA in five minutes. So this one's gonna be cut a little short. I just want to say we're back to, like, regular shit-talking and regular programming. I am going to have Monet Exchange. I'm going to have Brita Filter. I may have Honey Davenport. I doubt Tina wants to do it anymore. I'm going to have um, Pet Shop Boy. Come on. So, like, we have some fun stuff coming up. Um, I want to let uh, Jersey get kind of into the thick of shit before I bring Pet Shop Boy on. Because we're going to have a lot to say about that. Can you, first of all, hold on, bitch. Can you believe we are a year into this quarantining? I mean, not like everyone's, like, quarantining so much anymore. But, like, a year ago we started this. I got my first shot today. That's kind of exciting. My arm hurts. Let me take this band-aid off. Ow. Ow. Um, and I guess with that I can kind of give you, like, my plans on what's going to happen with me as a rollout for shows. Um... I'm going to probably have one weekly in the city and one either twice a month or once a month up in Hell's Kitchen. Um, you know, we're just going to work things out. I have to say I'm very lucky that I have a bar owner that wants to work with me to have me in and is kind of like allowing me to wait for my second shot and be comfortable and all of that. But just know that Quite honestly, this has been in the talks for five months, and it's just finally so exciting to, like, get near it. Um, of course, I will let everyone know when the first show is going to be and all of that. Um, 
just know it's going to be hardware and playhouse is what we're hoping for if not hardware and pieces like who knows but i will that's what we're hoping for one up t one in-house kitchen one downtown um very special audience member that wants to come and see a show who has seen me a housewife that has seen me on facebook live shows wants to come to when I'm down in the village. So that'll be exciting. Like, just lots of fun shit happening, guys. I can't wait to be back on the stage. Like, I promise you my first show back, I will wear the best costume, the biggest hair. I'll know all my words. Like, let's just have a good time. I can't wait to do rain on me in front of people, not in my living room. Like, it's just going to be the moment. The icon. She is. Uh, <laughs> um... And with that, if you're in Florida, stop it. You're going to get us all sent back into of quarantine. I just can't. Like, because these people are on spring break, and they're going to travel back to wherever they came from. Oh, my God. Girl, I can't even think about it. It's going to upset me. So with that being said, I am going to punch it out of here, you guys. I'm sorry that this is a little shorter. We will be back getting into the swing of things. Thank you so very much for listening to this show. Yeah.